welcome to Still Cool Sports. This is Liz. This is Remy. And we're back. I finally posted the two episodes I was sitting on. So those went up and this one will go up sooner. Our subject matter will be more relevant and there won't be a lag. It won't be outdated. Yeah, for sure. For sure. There's a lot going on. I mean, August was a busy month. Definitely, definitely September seems to be picking up a little bit more steam. Yeah. Sports wise, I did, I did like, I did like the Team Canada made it to the. I was going to say, I I I thought that's where we were going to start. I was like, is he going to let me bring up? I was, I, I saw. We'll lead with the positive. Let's lead with the positive, which is Team Canada. I never watched, really watched FIBA basketball qualifying or whatever right. olympics maybe because i just want to watch basketball but sometimes the time of the game is just i don't i just i'm just not up right and then someone tell you get to see what the score is and you get to see the highlights so you don't really watch like go to watch the games but i think this is the first time that i was actually watching FIBA basketball because yeah yeah team canada was good and i thought they were gonna do good the yeah. u.s the u.s team they're good players. A lot of people felt that other players should have been there instead. So it's like a weird transition spot for them. Right. And they lost to... And they lost to Lithuania. They were in anyways, but that loss was very significant because no one's expecting them to lose. Mm-hmm. Right? But I, but I was saying to um, a couple of my friends, it's just like, this is exactly what the NBA wants. This is what MB this is what basketball needs. Like all the countries around the world look at the NBA as a place where they want it. Right. And the the players and the teams and these guys are emulating players that they see. They always want to beat America. It's right. just a thing, right? If you right. could beat Team USA in basketball, that's a good like feeling, especially if there's a sixteen year old kid on that team. Right. Playing in the FIBA, you know what I mean? And then, right. so they're always like, every team plays them really good. What do you think about the debate that happened? Was it no the track runner Noah Lyles? Yes, yes, okay. yes. And his commentary that, you know, the NBA can't call themselves world champions because they're not playing against the world. There were other track stars that agreed with him. There were, you know, it's, I have, I have very mixed feelings on this comment because I think it's apples, a bit apples and oranges. Okay. So um, here's, here's my thing. I don't have mixed feelings about this. Okay. I think, okay. okay. I think I don't, I think that. <laughs> lay it down, lay it down. Yes. If you look at the term of, of the, the language that you're using, if you want to get super technical, yes, it, it's right. There's, it's, it's the U.S., it's not the world, it's not the world of basketball. Right. Understandably so. But here's the thing. It's not built on semantics. Because it's not built, there's not, other countries don't say we're not sending our best to the NBA because we want to build an NBA. That's not how the NBA, it's the league works. It doesn't work like that. It's not, it's not built like that. Right. It's like. That same that same guy that said that, I bet you he watched wrestling, thought Hulk Hogan was a WWF World Wrestling Federation champion. 
but didn't mean that he didn't mean that he wasn't. Right? That's that's a that's a very random <laughs> choice to comparison. No, because but every, okay, I'll allow this, it. I'll allow I, it. The reason I say it is because every kid in that generation of kids, because wrestling, I don't know, because I'm not a kid anymore, so I don't know how hooked wrestling is on kids, but it's still here, so it must be very thing. I mean, you, I know a lot. Of, up, I know a lot of men in their 30s yeah. and 40s that like it. Yeah, me, me included. I, I, love I it. know. I I know a lot more so, than so, more than <laughs> I. Because this is the thing, you grow up thinking that they are the champions of the world, even though you know it's not real. It's not about, because I guess because for being from the Olympics, he, like his only time to get a, the biggest medal he gets is competing against the best of each country. Right. Right? But that's in itself its own contained thing. It's an Olympic. It happens four years. Well, it's also track is more of an individual sport. Yeah. Right. Where basketball and and this is actually I think soccer has this issue, too. If you look at like the U.S. team, the best players aren't even playing. They don't want to get hurt for their NBA season. Same with other countries, you know. Yes. So you and you see this in soccer. I mean, in soccer, in the World Cup, the best players play, but they're not playing with their usual teams and other good players all on one team. Well, you said only made sense because literally in a literal term it makes sense so it's like a very polarizing statement right 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 it's it, yeah so you, it's apples and oranges like i could say I he's say. wrong someone could say he's right but the reason that i say he's wrong is because you're making it seem like it was something done on purpose to be honest when the nba was i don't know how big European basketball was in early 60s or 70s. I doubt. I don't know exactly. So the game like became bigger and became more global. It's it's still the world's best is still going to want to play in the NBA. That's where you go to play. Right, right. There's no league that rivals it. So right. they are the world champions. And it's and if, you don't really see a league like, it's not like in soccer, too, where you're starting to see, like, the MLS is really trying to make a play to be a world-class league. They've got a long way to go, but they're okay. starting to attract, you know, players that are not just yeah. at the end of their career, right? Yeah. But and, see, in and, and football, I think you could, like, soccer, sorry, I think you could do that a lot more. Yeah. Because it's it's built... It's it's built to have like multiple leagues, multiple right. times. There's more players. Yeah, it's it's right? organized it's, completely. It's different. organized completely different. Like, yeah, of course, the NBA could organize and make it world, but it, it just it would be like, who's getting all this money? Who's flying twelve hours for a game to come back and play another game? You know what I mean? It's just not built that way. So yeah, it's gonna be the one. That everybody's gonna count as I, I the world. I agree with what you're saying. I mean, I think yeah. I think that yeah, I think comparing the two is just yeah. I, but his statements, I don't like how everybody got on him about his statement because he's allowed to make that statement. Like that's how he feels. We have to leave it to be that he hmm. probably doesn't think that any less of the NBA. He probably was just like, I'm a world champion and I'm challenging people across the globe going to places and having these competitions, 
these guys are having to home. travel 12 hours for a conference. Right, right. So yeah. it's a little bit, and, and, and let's be honest, like Olympic players, for because it's such a short span, right. there's no precedent set for them to make a lot of money. Well, that leads me into other thing I want to talk about that's very interesting, very mm-hmm. interesting that I've been learning more about. But it, yes, continue what you were saying. No, that that's that's basically it's just like you like you don't get paid an enormous amount of money. It's mm-hmm. more of a it's more a passion. Yeah, it's more like you you are representing your country way more than some other sports. So I get the frustration, right. but it but to be honest, why do you care? Focus on what you're doing, and be a champion. Why do you have to breed basketball into this? The only reason is because everybody across the board likes basketball. doesn't matter. They like it. And even in any sport, they talk about basketball. Some right. sports, people get very upset because it's like, yeah, we're here to see all these, all these, this famous person play this game. And all you see all summer is basketball players at this game and they're focused on basketball players. Mm-hmm, right. So. I yeah, can, I, I see, mean, I see the where it comes from. Growth and popularity of the NBA yeah. is, you know, really probably worldwide eclipsing a lot of other sports. I mean, we could argue. I'm sure there are people that will come on and say, like, no, soccer, football is still really big, you know, or in the U.S., the NFL. Like, you know, there's it, people are going to have different countries have their big sports, right? But I mm-hmm. think from a global standpoint, the NBA really has made leaps and bounds and it's on the level of, of soccer right now. And maybe I don't want to say it's going to surpass it. So I can see someone who's a world champion in track and field and is like, yo, not everybody knows my name, but everybody knows LeBron James's name, you know, and a bunch of other players, Kevin Durant or Steph Curry, whoever. You brought up the making money for Olympic players. And this is what is, Really interesting. We've talked about Simone Biles before because I'm a huge fan. She won the U.S. championship by like a mile. She's amazing. She's the oldest, I believe, the oldest U.S. woman to do it at 26, which is also amazing. I was reading about just the whole changing demographics in gymnastics, in U.S. gymnastics. The average age is increasing to like over 20 years old now of competitors at elite competition level. Also, they are predicting that the next U.S. gymnastics team could be the first team that is all women of color. So also pretty, like, you know, amazing. And one of the things that I was reading about when, when they were talking about this is that the thing that's really changing the game and really changing the tone, they had the whole Larry Nasser scandal, they're coming out of that. On top of that, now the NCAA, NCAA allowing the name, image, and likeness deals to be done. Well, what this allows now, Olympic-level gymnasts can go to college and play on college teams. And that wasn't happening before. So before Olymp- like Olympic gymnasts, you kind of had to decide, did you take an endorsement deal, go pro, like be an Olympic gymnast, or did you go to college? And gymnasts from the 90s and stuff, they had to make that choice and they missed out on college scholarships. 
for example. I didn't they, know they, that. They, that's great. That is crazy. I didn't yeah, know that. they had to they had to miss out on college scholarships and to make that decision at like the age of fourteen. That that's crazy, right? And college gymnastics was seen as sort of a lesser level of competition and not as good. And what's happening is now that elite gymnasts can go to college and play in college teams, you're seeing both the college level gymnastics obviously be elevated, but also the sort of camaraderie and team spirit at the Olympic and elite level in the U.S. is like, being brought like that attitude is coming along from the college so it's like a really good thing for gymnastics and you're just seeing a very different vibe like a lot more energy a lot more like joy basically <laughs> and, yeah. and what's going to happen too and just older just... gymnasts oh yeah for sure and now you're going to have interest is going to be there because now you know They'll put more money there because advertisers are going to want their stuff to be advertised. Well, if people are watching college gymnastic yeah. tournaments. Oh, they yeah. watch them. They they get they get the numbers there. Right. But also, like, if I'm endorsing somebody, I want all the press there. Right. And I want all the attention to be on my product. Right. So that push starts to bring more press conferences, more awareness to the sport as well. Right. It's kind of one of those things where I think that along with like WNBA and things of those that nature, it slowly, it should have taken a turn a long time ago. Everybody knows this, right. but you can start to see that it's going to have no choice. Yeah. Because if, in college, these women are ma already making money. You're going to have to meet that a little bit higher when they come to join your team. Right. When they come to the NBA or when, when they, they come do, to the NBA, when they you do know, the elite stuff or well, tennis is long fought for equal pay. That's a whole different that we could do a whole podcast on that yeah. alone. But yeah, no, it's and I think it's really helping women's sports because if there's more money there, then there's more money to invest into training, into facilities, into like everything. That's the other thing they were saying about gymnastics is the reason we're seeing older athletes is they're, they're not ruining their bodies. So the training has changed. They are not doing as many repetitions. You go into a gym now and there's like a ball pit that you can flip into and like really huge mats that you can flip on and learn your tricks and all of that and your flips. So it's way, way different. And just the introduction of video, right? You can videotape and slow something down into slow motion and see exactly where your body is in space. And this is for all sports. Video shoot for sure. And then also just the analytics. They don't have to really, this they just, they're using computers, man. Yeah. Using so, computers to see everything from like using statistics and video is, is really what's, what's making it bigger because a lot of the times it's like, okay, you could look at a judge that's judging. I'm not saying they do this, but let's be real. They do this, right? This judge has judged all these competitions. You're looking at the things that he doesn't like. Why did he give this person the score? That statistics guy looks and pulls that information. 
Right. And they cut, they cut stuff or they know what he likes, how he wants it done properly when he gave it a good score. Right. And they mimic and practice it. Right. It's, it's, it's so like laser focused that you don't have to practice as much. Right. There's more off time because that, and not that off time is not spent not doing anything. It's spent basically what, like you said, watching tape. Watching tape or even strength and conditioning, you know, all these other things that you can do that are going to strengthen your body and keep you from getting injured. So, I mean, anyways, that I thought was really interesting. And again, like it's happening with all sports, right? We're seeing all these analytics. I sent you, this leads into, I sent you the TikTok a couple days ago about Amazon and the NFL. Did you, did you watch it? I didn't watch it, but let's talk about it because I, I looked at it and I was like, the TikTok, I have, a, <laughs> I, I, TikTok is such a rabbit hole for me. I have to like, honestly, I don't, I don't, I don't look at them. So it talked about, so Amazon is doing Thursday night games mm-hmm. for the NFL through is it through Amazon Prime or it's a special Amazon Prime deal? No, no, no. It's, 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 I think it's just, you could just use it. Yeah. So, yeah, as long as you have Amazon, you get, you get the Thursday games. So, you get the like Thursday that. games. But what they're doing is so Amazon has exclusive streaming rights to Thursday night football on Prime Video. It's an 11 year deal, it's a huge deal. And so, what $11 billion, by the way, for those who are, you know, taking notes. But what they're doing, when you watch it and stream, they're making all of these, I guess, improvements. So they show you the the yard the down line, you know, how many yards to your first down and all that, the yellow line when you watch football. But they're adding a new line, like fourth down line. They're also going to have like predictions on what play the team is going to run and see if they run that play and see how they block them. And they have AI charting like the plays as they happen. Yeah, this is badass. This is this is like this. Is, so basically it's it's it's. The best way to to explain it, I'm doing a terrible job of explaining it, but is like Madden meets live sport. Yeah, because this is the thing, though. It's basically real life video games. Yes. Right. Because that idea of doing that is video games do that predictive plays in football. So it's doing predictive, and then I guess you see if the team runs the play. I'm I'm curious yeah. to see how it actually. Which, which is really good because you, it, it, now this goes back to, to I think too. It's like okay, so this becomes a part of the game, right? This becomes a part of betting, right? You can now bet on the next play because you have an idea of what the next plays are going to be. What do they normally run? Who's on the field? So who have they put on the field to run what play? Yeah, like- it, it's 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 such a like. <laughs> honestly, <laughs> I. I it's ama- to me, it's amazing. It is amazing. It's amazing. It's a little overwhelming. I'm a little bit like, wow. I'm curious to see how this is cha- going to change how teams play. Like, are 
Oh no, because the play like the the team's playbooks that they use and especially in the NFL, you could just turn on Madden and look at the team book. It's there. It's it's all the actual authentic books. There's no there's no different, right? Right. Teams are like teams on defense run certain sets. It's it's like teams know what each other run. It's always the intangibles, always the best. They have a better guy at this. Right. That's the margin that beats teams in, in who football. Who is faster? Who, who is, is faster? Who, who ate the who best can breakfast? Throw, I mean, throw the weather. Yeah. The weather can also. Yeah. How inflated sure. your balls are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, whatever, whatever way you got to win. And, and basketball's like that as well. I think all sports are kind of like that. I think a lot of it is like when coaches throw different things, right? How do you react to it? But that's more in game. But I think. It's really cool because this is what this is what the streaming services. Netflix is too buried into movies and television, so they'll never pivot towards this. They could have, but they won't. Amazon, big, big thing. They have their own. They started with the NFL. They also do it with music because they have their own Amazon Music, so they show free concerts well, on Amazon all the Amazon time. Amazon has the AI, like. The- has the yeah. I think AI technology to do it yeah. and the so, algorithms. Fo- Fox used to do it with hockey because Americans said that they could follow the puck. Right. So this to put the light on the puck while the puck was moving. Yeah, and people didn't like. It. Terrible idea. But anyways, that's it's like but a it, laser. It was it was a terrible <laughs> idea. I think it was the start of these ideas, and yeah. when you start these ideas, people are like, "What the fuck is this?" And you're not yeah. you don't quite have the you know, most people at that point didn't have the level, the TVs that you need for something like that to be done well. They just didn't have it. Fair it, was, it was the right, I think, the right, I, it was going in the right direction, just the execution was not there. And part of the reason was probably the technology wasn't quite good enough. Like most people's TVs at home at that time weren't good enough. But now, I mean, we have TVs that are high definition enough that can do all this. Um, there's also another aspect of this. You can choose your announcers and stuff. So you can choose, which I've seen a little bit of this on NBA league pass where they'll have like, you can watch the game with certain like podcasters or whatever. So, you know, Amazon, there's maybe when you do this for the NBA, there's a two podcasters. Yeah. And I would like to have the adult advisory sticker pre-placed, please. Especially when I'm watching Raptors games because I do sweat television. There's but, uh, there will be some cursing. Yeah. Especially <laughs> when games are on. That's that's the that's the danger thing. But that I think I mean that's how things should be. Like ESPN, you know, I I will admit I, though, I prefer the professionals. When I turn on and I get stuck on one of those like podcasters channels watching a game, I'm like, oh my God, these guys, these guys. Because because it's hard for them to remember every just a lot of information that these broadcasters are spitting out. That are getting right? fed into their ears. Getting fed into their they ears. Know how to the papers coming to them. It's 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 a lot of there's a lot of information and they keep it really, really cool podcasters are just probably like us in, in, in you the know, house. They forget chilling. people's names. Forget people's names, don't really care, you know? Say, get say it on the get, on get it on the next get it on the next episode. You know? <laughs> you just see my editing, man. I take out there's been a couple times I've really had to take some stuff out. I was like, oh I was wrong about that. Yeah. <laughs> but you know, 
because because it's it's meant to do that though podcasting gives you that ability to record it hear change it fix it alter it make it sound the way you want it to right 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 right. so it's a different whole different it's a different muscle for for that right but i still think i still think apple is gonna buy espn and that'll give the streaming apple well apple has mlsc right and my last right now, we could buy the extra package and watch all the all soccer games. Yeah, I'm not doing that. I could. Well, I, you could. I did, it's available. You don't have to, but it is available. It is available. I'm. I'm. I. I. I'm <laughs> actually trying to pare down my streaming. Yeah, me too. But I feel it's like. Yeah, it is. It's out of control, but this is the way. This is the way of the future, right? I guess. Like information. It's like we're going to watch. We're doing these podcasts. But that information, watching games and having plethora of information there is perfect for what we do. So right. Well, and also, them. there's a lot of people who I think, you know, growing up maybe didn't understand a lot about sports. You had to spend a lot. You either had to play the game or you had to spend a lot of time watching mm-hmm. Or have someone in your family or, you know, your friends who could explain, like, football to you, right? Or explain what's going on in baseball or whatever, you know, because you're not necessarily going to know what's happening now is now when you watch, you can watch one game and even a very, very casual fan can now understand. And you yeah. see people who were never into sports growing up, not sports people, and they're watching games and they're like, oh, I'm into the NBA now. I'm into this now. And it's like, well, yeah, because the broadcasts are so much better and they can understand what's happening. And they're like, oh, this is exciting. You know, they It'll also tend to probably only watch the playoffs and not watch like a yeah, Tuesday they... night game in January. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's really boring. What I like, What I would like to see is... A lot of announcers got lost their jobs, so I wonder if they're going to be going to like work with the NBA and doing the streaming announcing of games. That'll be interesting to see what happens with with them. Because I I I would I would like to hear there's certain announcers that aren't be announcing games anymore that I got so used to hearing. I like I like the local announcers though. Well, okay. Let me let me. Preface. I like. You want to certain... sure? You want to? You sure you want to keep that one? I I I like certain local announcers. I actually think the Cavs local announcers are pretty good. But yeah. then I've heard like the local announcers, the New York ones, the Knicks announcers are terrible. I'm not a fan of Golden State announcers either. They are also terrible. Like some of them are terrible. Some of them are are entertaining at the very least. And I do like them, but the Caps ones are pretty good. They're pretty even-handed, considering the Raptors ones aren't too too bad. They're just they're just talking about craziness sometimes. Like, yeah. come on, guys, let's focus I on mean, the game. Obviously, the national ones are generally the best, with the exception of anyone with the last name Van Gundy. Hey, 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 hey! <laughs> I like I like both Van Gundys. You like the Van Gundy? Okay, okay. I like. You know why? Because. It's, you know, I like them as coaches, but not as and 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 I like when they're announcing. I like when they start talking about the game. That's true. 
And that's what I like about them. It's they're not the greatest announcers, but they do have like a very good perspective because they sat behind the bench. Okay, I'll give you that. I'll I'll we'll go that far, but we won't we won't call him the best. Mark Jackson was my guy in especially in the finals, and now he's not gonna be there. Oh, yeah. So I don't know. I, I find uh Reggie Miller. Reggie yeah. Miller's good. Don't mind him. They're giving who's gonna be calling the, there's a woman that's gonna be calling the game. I don't know. They just gave someone that job. Man. Oh, I can't remember her name. I know exactly who you're talking about. Doris Burke. Didn't they give it to Doris? Did they give it to Doris? I think so. You might be right. It might be her. Yeah. Yeah, it might be her. Good for her. I mean, she's already called, I think her and another woman, Beth Mowens, called the game. Yeah, Doris is like, like, but see again, she a wealth of knowledge about about basketball. Yeah. So even when, like, you know, she caught that's that's I think that's one of the things too. It's like, yes, you've got to be good because your your job is to hold the per the person to their to their seat. Yep. Right. Their feet to the fire. Yep, that's it. And you need to know what you're talking about. Yep. Yep. Some of them don't. Some of them do, and some of them are like, you know they haven't played, like, like basketball since high school. That shows in some of them. You're just like, oh, come on, man. <laughs> you get frustrated? You get a little frustrated? I get frustrated. I'm just like, how could you say that? <laughs> well, that's... Yeah, that's Normally, if we do a part two of an episode, we do it right away. In this case, we took a few days for a variety of reasons, life stuff, work stuff, back to school stuff happening. And so now we are back to record part two of episode 21. We've done 21 episodes, which is crazy. In that number when you started. When you started, when I clicked to enter, I'm like, 21. Yeah, we've done 21. 21. We've been committed. Longest, longest relationship you've ever had, huh, Rim? (laughs) Just kidding. Don't tell your wife. (laughs) Remy does know how to commit, unlike some other men out there. No shade. No shade to anyone. (laughs) Yeah. Um, (laughs) We're here to talk about sports. Yes. And yes, I feel like we're going to start where we started at the beginning of episode 21, which is, you know, how's how's your team doing, Remy? Team Canada is in the semifinals. Someone's gloating about that. Yes. And I have to wake up at 4.45 is that Friday the- morning to watch this game. So, so like in a couple hours. Yes, yes, in a couple hours. And who are they and playing? Be, they beat Slovenia. They're playing, they beat playing my, my cousin, Luca. Cousin Luca. Yeah, well, let's talk about Luca. Luca, Luca got, got uh, I don't know, man. I don't understand. Like Talking about someone who needs to get in shape. Before we got on this yeah. episode, we were talking about needing to get in shape. And Luca. Well, he's, he's slim Luca right now. He's a lot slimmer than He's he slim Luca now? He's not chubby Luca? But I, I to get kicked out of the, my father to get kicked out of the game 
in the FIBA championship by like, an NBA player that you know likes to chirp makes no sense to me. He just wants to talk. That's all he wants to do. Are you talking about Brooks or Luca? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Brooks. Yeah. Brooks needs he talks. That's what he does though. He's an irritant. He's there and he and and what makes him worse is that he hits open shots. And he's a good defender. Right. So but it's is he the best to, defender in all of the NBA, like he claims? That's I would, inaccurate. Everybody now is going to gun after that, okay? Right. And they're going to want to prove him wrong. Right. That's a dumb, like, you that, can that talk. That would make, but for me and you, that would make for great NBA games to watch. Right. So for so people mind who trash. are not, you know, just catching up, Luca got kicked out of the game. Him and Actually, Brooks, yeah. And yeah. Brooks, Dylan Brooks, because Dylan Brooks was trash talking and I yeah, and Luca, Luca, Luca was hit him. The, what I don't know crying, what he did. What Luca was crying to the refs about getting fouled. Well, okay, they all do that. Anyways, they got kicked out of the game. Slovenia lost. Dylan Brooks claims he's the best defender in all of the NBA. That's highly debatable. <laughs> he didn't even make like all defensive NBA finalists. Yeah. So I got two things with that one. Yes. Yes. He didn't make it. And no, I think a lot of, for the, he didn't make it to get a finalist for, for defensive player of the year. Yeah. A lot of that has to do with John Morant and he was on a team. Like you weren't even looking at him because the only thing that anybody was talking about was John Moran and these guns, right? So he never had no spotlight. Jaron Jackson won, so uh, and he's on. They're on yeah. the same team, so yeah, exactly. I mean, they're not. They're not on the same team, can't be, but they were on the same Grizzlies team. They were on the same Grizzlies team. Yeah, yeah. and, and also... I think it might be why his defense gets overlooked, right? Because you've got a better defender that's there. There's some, some teams have players that are great defenders, but they have an all-star defender. And that person's not as good as that defender, and you never really notice how good they are. So I yeah. think he's hoping for that when he goes to Houston, that he could be the defensive anchor, because you got a bunch of young guys that just want to shoot, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. You got Fred mm-hmm. that's gonna try to ra- to rally those guys in. So I'm curious to see how he plays, but I I think they could beat Serbia. I really do. Is that is that who they're playing next? Yeah, Canada, yeah, Serbia. Team, Canada, team Canada's play Serbia. Oh wow, they're they're really just traveling the former Yugoslavia. <laughs> the, is jo- is we'll Jokic be... playing on Serbia? No, he's not playing. Okay. I don't think he's playing. I never seen him, so I I don't think he's playing. But okay. I'm gonna go with a no with that one. Yeah, because he has. Yeah, he's not. Because I seen him around racing horses and stuff. He's chilling. He's champion. He's got to play. He doesn't have to go play. No. Okay. So they're playing Serbia. So that's you know. yeah. And then team the USA, they're playing Germany. Okay. So oh, interesting. So are you thinking it could be USA a shooter, versus Team Canada in the finals? It could be, but it could it could also you Team USA could lose. They're not. They're not like dream team USA. Team. They could lose. No, that's it's hard. True. It'll, it'll be hard to beat them, but it's not impossible. 
And, you know, Germany has some good players on that team. And if Dennis Schroeder, the guy, if he decides to, if he's, he could, he could be a difference maker. And I'm not going to lie, if Canada wins and Germany beats the USA in this game, that would be the craziest basketball story in the last 10 years. Canada playing for gold in the NBA in the in FIBA, unheard of. We haven't even made this is the first time we made it to the semifinals ever. Yeah, and you've made it to the Olympics. Listen, and you don't even have some of the best Canadian players on this team because in the Olympics, Wiggins and Murray will be playing. Right. I, I will give it to. I'll give it to Canada, Team Canada. But what I like about Team Canada. It's got like a core bunch of guys that are around the same age, a little bit older, but they all know each other because those the circuit, the great players in Canada all play together on rep teams. They're not, we don't have a lot, like many of them. So they're always playing each other, playing together. And it's smaller than the rep teams in America where you have like rep oh. teams in like the northern part of the, the states, the the USA and southern part of Cali is different than Miami, right? They right. barely will they'll play each other if there's like a if they're somewhere Huge. sometimes, but for the most part, they're playing local. Right, right. You're playing Canada, like statewide. Yeah. A team in Ohio might travel to like Myrtle Beach once a year. They might go to Indiana or Pennsylvania. They're not, they might go to New York, maybe, but they're not going to travel out to the West Coast. Like, yeah. Unless they're like amazing or something. Oh, for sure. Another, you know, is there other basketball news that we need to need to talk about? Uh, I don't know. The NBA is. It's just quiet just right now. Quiet season. I mean, Christian Wood signed with the Lakers. I think that's the biggest thing that's happened. I don't think you're going to really see any movement. Maybe. I feel like there's there's a blockbuster trade somewhere just before the season. I think well, somebody's trying to... to Lillard is still, is still trying to go somewhere. And James Harden is still... You know, we've got those two out there floating around. Like Nobody wants James Harden. There's not a team in the NBA <laughs> that wants James Harden. James Harden wants in- James Harden. There's not a team in the NBA that should sign James Harden. I mean, I don't. He's not dis- worth it. I don't. He hasn't done with anything. That. I don't disagree anywhere. with that. I, just, I feel now I'm starting to see when you say that I feel a little bad for the guy. You know. I feel- no, he was in. You're in OKC. I get it. They didn't give you the max, so you went to Houston, right? Yeah. Houston was your team. You could do like you were killing it in Houston. Yeah. You just well, couldn't. You just couldn't win. Right. You're not out where to win it. Then you left Houston and you went to Brooklyn. Forced your way to Brooklyn. You had two other guys that were superstars. Nothing. Two years of nothing. Champions. They you said you want to leave Brooklyn. They granted you that wish. They sent you to the Sixers. Arguably the best team on paper in the NBA. Because Joel Embiid is supposed to be the superstar guy. Right? Nothing. And nothing. So why would I blow up my team or give this guy $36 million for nothing? He's got to go to a team like Golden State where he won't even be able to, like, it doesn't even matter if he didn't play. Yeah, he just wouldn't play. 
Yeah. But I yeah, mean, but I why does I don't Golden know State what... need that? Why do they they just be yeah. helping out another team or getting they rid of, should... or if, if they had some players they wanted to get rid of, but they already yeah. got rid of Jordan Poole. Oh man, that was a tough one, man. <laughs> they already that got rid of Jordan Poole. So I mean, what what are they doing? What are we doing here? Well, I wanted to bring up. I'm checking the scores now. The U.S. Open has been going on as we, you know, move from the NBA to tennis, and there's some was like some exciting tennis. TFO Francis TFO lost to young Ben Shelton is his name, a young American player. So that was pretty exciting. Coco Groff is playing right now and she's up up a set so it looks like she's hopefully gonna win and also another american madison keys is then also playing later so there were four americans in the quarterfinals is it of of the u.s open something like that (laughs) and it's pretty exciting to have that many Americans in there. Americans and also and African Americans in the semifinals. It's never really happened before and of the US Open. So playing on their home turf. And you know, it's yeah, it's pretty, pretty exciting. So but Ben Shelton did beat TFO and but you know, everyone's kind of talking about Coco Groff. For the women, mm-hmm. I didn't realize she's only 19. I have been following her for a while, but I just, I didn't really think about how old she was. And I was like, oh, wow, she's a lot younger than I thought. She's just developing as a player still. So that's kind of cool. And yeah, so we'll see what happens there. You know, one of the things about the U.S. Open, and I've been to the U.S. Open, is it's really kind of a fun sporting event to go to if you ever get the chance tennis tournaments are kind of fun they're just different from other sporting events where you just go and you watch the game when you go to a round of 16 at the u.s open you're going and there's tennis happening everywhere Everywhere, there's like multiple courts there's doubles turn matches there's singles and you see some like amazing stuff and you see it i watched some amazing matches like really close because not everything is in the main center court or Arthur Ashe stadium, which is like the center court. There's other courts that are smaller that they have to play on. You end up seeing some really amazing tennis, like professional sports at a very closer than I've ever seen, you know, aside from when I get good tickets to an NBA game (laughs) but it's you know so it's it's pretty exciting and the U.S. Open is also kind of cool when it comes to tennis tournaments because it's in New York specifically but in the U.S. um, the fans don't really give a fuck you know and they cheer a lot more the NFL is today starts today yes it does it's a good old football Starting today, the Chiefs are playing the Detroit Lions. That's an interesting See? choice of matchups. All right, that, and that's this what is I not said. Preseason. This is actual real. This is actually season. real game. First game. Yeah. Oh man. Thursday. So here's my thing: the Lions aren't the best team, 
Mm-mm. And the Chiefs are the champions. Yeah. And I always feel like, why do they give these guys easy, like easy W's at the beginning? Like my first game of the of the year, if I was a commissioner with sport, would be the teams that had the biggest rival the year before. Right. Of course. Well, that's, that's the first. Like, that's what the NBA like, does, or the NBA does. I, I like their Christmas so, games are. That, they yeah, put they, the best games. They should double it though. Those teams that play at Christmas, no. What they should do is they should look at the teams that play Christmas. Have those teams kind of like look for the rival teams and put them, pin them against each other in with days, two days rest back to backs at the beginning of the season. Build a rivalry. Don't pick that. You don't tell nobody who's playing or who's not playing during Christmas. That's not how we work this thing. Those Christmas <laughs> games should be decided by the rivalries that are happening, like the good games of teams, because if right now you know who's playing on Christmas, right? Any of these team players right now get an Achilles injury and the team just doesn't start good, it's a shitty Christmas game. The play-in should determine the Christmas mm-hmm. game. Right. That's that actually the play-in tournament, the the in-season tournament yeah. should basically the in-season tournament should like culminate well then you only yeah. have one game on christmas i don't know how you do it no. anyways what you what you do is the winner of the in season tournament is getting the main time on christmas day whoever they play they get right. the prime time spot they get the prime play for that right it's sure. like i would like there's some players that probably in their contracts have some type of thing if you play a christmas day game there's a bonus there Right. Because it's a bonus for them, right? Right, of course. Well, so, so back to the NFL. Yeah. Yeah, I don't understand a lot of things about why the NFL does what it does. I think sometimes I almost feel like, you know, they give a lot of lip service, but they don't actually care about the fans or whether there are these competitive games or not. Like... There are these rivalries. There are a lot of rivalries, you know, just in the NFL. And they don't, yeah, like you said, like you said it, why don't they have one of those games? Like, why isn't it the Chiefs and Eagles as the first game of the season? Or the Chiefs and 49ers or like, you know. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Something like that would be, yes. Yes. You know, like pick some teams that were like, just want to have, I wanted to see a good, like the first game. Obviously, I'm a fan of the sport. So just to watch it, really. And when I want to watch it, I I don't want to watch the Lions play. I get it. They could be good this year, but they weren't good last year. And right until they become good, like, I'm not going to, I don't want to watch that game. Weren't they a little good last year or something? Is there, wasn't that something? Am I? Yeah, it could be a little good. I feel like there was something of, like, "Oh, the Lions are playing good this year," but I, I you know, I, I don't know how. Accurate. The Lions. Yeah, they were they good last year. Uh, maybe they were better than, than normal. normal. That I mean, that occasionally happens. 
Like there's some teams in like NFL and and baseball that are just not good all the time. The Cleveland Browns. I didn't want to see it. Unfortunately, I mean, here's the thing: the Cleveland Browns. Oh man, I'm losing. Anyways, the Cleveland Browns also, just—it's yeah. sad. They have moments where you're like, "Yes, they're going to be good." They had a wild card up during Who's the quarterback. You know, Baker Mayfield. Baker, yeah, Baker. Okay. I mean, who they then the next year did really bad. He he was hurt. And anyways, I have I have a a friend who really dislikes Baker Mayfield, but you know he was hurt the next season, and then they got rid of him, and that was all the drama around him. There was drama with him and Odell Beckham, so on and so forth. The Browns kind of shoot themselves in the foot often. And you know, like but, they're like a, they're like our least. But they're not. Yeah, there's other teams that are also never very good. And you know, I <laughs> the Lions. I'm also thinking of like Jacksonville, the Jaguars. <laughs> oh, the the Lions are beating the, the Chiefs. See, you talked you talked shit about them, and they heard you, and now they went up. Yeah. It's so. In non-actual sports news, but sports news nonetheless, NBA 2K comes out oh. at 12 o'clock tonight. Get your NBA. And that's, that's one of the biggest, I think, sports games that the players play. Oh, yeah, for sure. Right? A lot of them are at these big events right now, hanging out because they want to hang out with the game makers because they get really mad. When they rate them and they give them low ratings, it's like a <laughs> huge thing. They get so upset. But now and we know why the NBA has been quiet right now because all the players are, are you know, yeah, they're busy. All they're busy tours. with NBA 2K, making sure their rating is high enough. And the thing is, it's so funny about that to me. The game itself uses real time analytics to upgrade the players in the game. So really, if you want a better rating, you just have to go out and play better. It will go up. <laughs> well, is, is that what you tell? Is that what they tell them? They were like, you know, just go play better. No, that's that's it's really you see it. So you'll get like, if you play the game, you'll get updates every day when you go to play. It'll update. Not every week. It takes all the data from the player for the week. Right. And if they're in a cold slump. You better believe that they're not going to make shots when you're playing. It like yeah, it goes and affects it pretty much. It's pretty cool, but obviously people don't like it. Well, yeah, of course they don't like the it. Play- and the players, they just need to. Their ego, you know? right? Because because yeah, they all think so... they're better than they are, right? Every yeah. you have to you have to think you're better than you are, and I agree. You're you're. So I think it's a bit of an ego seeing your stats affected in real time like that. I can definitely see how you'd be like, wait, what? Well, you know, I'm sure there's lots of. You no, know, it wasn't. Reasons. It wasn't that bad of a game. How did I yeah. lose that? But it takes a lot for you to 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 think. It takes a lot. But what they do, what I like, what they do is when the rookies play, and you start to see them actually play, they start to modify and update their their player because they haven't seen them yet. Right. Mm-hmm. 
but what's good is now that you know NBA college players are allowed to get paid, they right. can go when they know prospects are going to make it for sure. They can start because they have this thing in there. The NBA two K moment here. Sorry, they have this thing in in the game. It's called it's called pro play, where they actually take actual footage of the player in the game mm-hmm. and put it in playing in the in the NBA game and put it in the game. So their signature moves are actually the animation that they actually do in real life. Oh, that's cool. So they could start they could start doing that for some of these college players early and take that into the game if they want to make it more realistic. That's interesting. Yeah. So then they can be a little bit they can so what you're yeah. saying is that they can pre sort of pre-prepare because I can see if you can't take them while they're in college, you have to wait till they're actually playing in the NBA to get that other and stuff. That, yeah, now yeah, if they can yeah. do it earlier. Yeah. And before they, they would have to, they would do like mocap. So you put all the dots on them. Right, right, right. That's your yeah. motion. But now they don't have to because they could just take all the NBA footage and just run it through the computer and have it all digitized and oh, ready so to use. You don't have to do mocap anymore. That's no. also interesting. Okay. Mocap is just left for like the interaction and dialogue parts that they want to do. Like that's where you use it, but they still use some of it. But this is this way is better. Get- so, I mean, like video games themselves have come a long way, and yeah, with AI being more involved, with like more automated coding, like you don't have to do a lot of the small stuff. AI could do the small stuff for you. You could do well the yeah. other way around. Yeah, I could do the 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 higher end stuff, and you could do the lower end stuff. Computers are opposite for some reason. This right? is gonna all all be yeah. it's and you know what I'm curious about if I'm playing if I'm a player and I'm playing NBA 2K, right? How does this influence my play, or does it? Well, it. It's got a double-edged sword. A lot of these young players love to play this game to like two, three in the morning. Right. What is, what does that do for tra- like training the next day? And mm-hmm. what does that do for certain things? Right. At the same time, uh, though, I think does it help I think them learn about the other players. Like I like. You know, the habits of the, I think they they know a lot of it. I think they they stay they get so much so much film, so much like scouting stuff. But what I think it does is also. In the off season, players tend to work on different things, right? And then the game will come out, and then they'll start doing different moves and playing different. The game kind of has to catch up to them, and so it kind of gives you like you kind of get a look. You go to play the game, you're gonna know how limited your player is based on everything that you do. Maybe you want to add a jump shot. Oh, my jump right. shot's forty. Maybe I could do so good this season that my jump shot will go up to like sixty or seventy. This is what I'm. This is what I'm yeah. saying. Does it? Of course, does, yeah, yeah, I think so. I think like, so. does it I give think, them more insight? But I, I agree I with you too. With football, it. football even more, Madden okay. even more. I think, right? Because you're just looking at a team, and the the team is the AI is playing the same defense that the team would play. Right. You kind of like you know, and then and then also. Everybody wants to be, you think you're, every player thinks that they're great. Yeah, so that's what want, I, yeah. You want, 
We established that. And, and, and 2K. Dylan Brooks has established that. Yeah, yeah, Dylan Brooks has established that. And 2K's ratings, they'll rate you low. They don't. Right. They're not afraid to give you like a rating that you think you shouldn't have, which I which I like. Some people get mad when they get seventy seven, and I'm like, dude, you're lucky you got seven plus seventy. <laughs> you're lucky you just didn't get one seven. <laughs> yeah, like, why, what did you do last year? <laughs> they're giving these rankings. I mean, the video game industry doesn't need to placate the players. Like, they don't need to make them happy. People are going to buy their games. Yeah. We're going to buy NBA 2K. So they yeah. they don't need to kind of be like, oh, we don't need to make so-and-so happy to like, you know, by giving him an inflated rating so people buy our games or he supports right. our I, games. No. Yeah. They, I think they used is, to, right? And I think when people started to want more realism in the game, mm-hmm. they kind of became morphed into the NBA. So mm. the NBA helped. They have like the 2K League. The NBA pays into that league too. It's like the NBA and 2K. And people oh. in certain... So Toronto has a, a 2K team. Oh, really? It's, it's, uh, the players live in the 2K house. And they play all season. I learned something. Get, why, why, aren't you, why aren't you in the NBA 2K I house? I don't play online. I don't play oh. people like that. You're not that. Not a, no, I, because people like to like talk shit in your ear, and I really don't like. Yeah, no. no. Can't I'm really not. do nothing to them when they can unplug you. So you know, like it's 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 it was never my thing. I never yeah. really played games online like that. But you know, if I would have if I would have known that this would have been how it would have evolved, like esports. If I would have known esports would have been so huge. I would have played online games continuously because I even had a, my, my younger cousins was playing Fortnite online and recording it and putting it onto Twitch. Twitch. Yeah. And he was making hundreds of dollars a week. People sending him V Bucks. I'm like, what? Why didn't I do this? But, I know. I know. I know. I know. We all listen, missed, missed opportunities. <laughs> the thing is, I do the work. I play the game, so it's like I'm doing the work for free, volunteering, right? <laughs> yeah. And, well, you're, you're not even you're giving them your information of how you play because they're yeah, definitely exactly. learning. Exactly. And you're paying for the game, anyways. You're coming up at a loss. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Other than your enjoyment of playing the game. Exactly. On that note, I was going to talk about winning time because I've been watching that, but I'm not fully yeah. caught up. Let's not do that. We're gonna Let's do that. Say, you know what? Day. Actually, this is a good idea. We don't have to put this in, but it's a good idea. We should we should do a winning time episode. A winning time. We should just do we should just do the whole thing, the two seasons when it's done, and do like a winning time, like how we did. Or not oh, how I did Bridget or House of the Dragon. House of the Dragon, yeah. We did that. That's I, I, I'm actually really fond of the show. I because I I kind of like, I think it's just because you, you know the story, but it's fun to see them in funner characters. Like it's funny. It's cool. Yeah. No, I like seeing, I like, I like seeing them kind of go off the rails. I I love the Larry Bird one where he spits on the floor in the first season when he meets him, he doesn't shake his head. I'm like, what? Larry Bird wasn't like that, but yes, it was good. Yeah. I don't know. I think Larry Bird might've been like, 
that. Could have been. He looks like a, he he looks like he could be a jerk. Sorry, little way looks like he could be a jerk. Yeah. All right. Well, let's just, Anyways, let's just let's we it. will we will put that in the queue of maybe doing something like that, and we will be back. Good luck to Canada in the FIBA World Cup. Good luck yeah. to the U.S. May the best team win. May the best <laughs> Americas win. All right. We will see you next time. Follow us. Subscribe to us on Substack. Follow us wherever you listen to podcasts. Like us. All that jazz.